everyone, Michael Unger here with another episode of Let's Innovate, a BC Science Fair Foundation podcast where we uncover the passion behind great ideas. And this season, we've been talking with people that support science fairs, volunteers to get their perspective on their experience and find out where their passions lie. And in this episode, we have the chair and vice chair at the Northern BC Regional Science Fair, Jenny Copeland and Kevin Frankham. Hello to you both. Hello, Michael. Hello. Hi. So I'm excited to hear uh, what's going on in Northern BC when it comes to Regional Science Fair. But let's uh, talk about both of your experience. You both have volunteered for the science fairs in your history. Uh, Jenny, how did you first start getting involved with science fair? My oldest son was invited to the school fair, which then led to going to the regional fair. And so I wanted to take him to the fair and I asked the person organizing, how can I help? So I got a job. (laughs) And were you involved in teaching in any way? Like you were uh, just supporting your your son, but um, how did you get involved with uh, where you are now as a chairperson? I was going to be a teacher. I did go to school, but I missed the last little bit uh, due to my older son being born and taking 10 years off to stay home and be a mom and run a daycare for all the other moms. So I then moved back into the school (laughs) district as a school secretary. Interesting. So was being a teacher something that you always wanted to do even before you had kids? I remember at five years old telling my grandma I wanted to be just like her, big fat and the teacher. Didn't quite go over as well as I thought. (laughs) But what were the qualities that you saw in your grandma that made you want to follow in her footsteps? She was a very kind and caring person. And she was always working with the kids in my school because she worked in the same school I went to. She rode the bus with us as well. Um, But she just always seemed to have the biggest heart for making sure that everyone got what they needed and the support. And that's kind of where my life has led as well. Yeah. Okay, so if that uh, then leads you into, you know, being around people that are in science fair, so it started off with your own kids, what are some of the things that you have seen uh, as someone that is supporting the educators, supporting the kids uh, going through this experience? I, I've seen a lot of things, especially going to nationals. Um, our district has always been extremely supportive of the kids and their their the committee and, and uh, the delegates, others uh, aren't not aren't as lucky. They end up uh, parents end up taking time off work and calling in sick every day to get their kid to the national fair. It's um, here we find we've had a lot of support, but things are kind of harder and harder every day to get that support that we need. We're we're uh, a tiny mighty committee up here now. <laughs> and is that something because of the location of where you are or is it is there something currently going on uh, maybe pandemic wise uh in these uh in these years that we're getting through this uh what are some of the challenges you're having to face I think there's just um for the teachers there's always so much more for them to do every year uh, even before the pandemic mm-hmm. we found our committee was shrinking and shrinking And uh, we're getting to a point where most of our committee members are either retired or getting closer to retirement, and we're just not getting that replacement anymore. Um, They just don't have the time to help Hmm. us out as much as we used to have. Okay. Okay. There's definitely something interesting there about, you know, a need that teachers need, something that students need when it comes to science fair. But I want to bring in uh, the vice chair of the regional science fair up there in Northern BC, and that is Kevin Frankham. Uh, Hello to you. How did you get started in science fair? I've been involved with science fair for a long time. Uh, I got my first teaching job 
um, in Milpitas, California, right near San Jose back in 1986. And I was a science prep teacher at two different schools in elementary school. And so they were just starting up to have science fair there after not having had it for a long time, I guess. And so I, I helped students the first year I was there. And the second year I was involved with organizing a district science fair and uh, getting all that, that ready. Then I came up back to Canada and came up to Fort St. John and I was in a little two room school for a couple of years. And, but we weren't able to participate. But when I moved in to Bert Ambrose school in, in Fort St. John in 1990, um, we started science fair there. And a couple of years after that, Dawson Creek, which is 75 kilometers away, they had been hosting a regional science fair for about four years. And they, you know, lots of schools from Fort St. John were participating. And so they asked us to take a turn. So I got involved back in 1992 with right. getting it going in, in Fort St. John. There was about half a dozen of us, kind of like there is now. And uh, we did it for two years and we traded it back and forth for a while. Eventually they seemed to run out. And so we had a whole bunch of years where we, we were um, doing it. I was the chair for a long time and just sort of, I can see the value of the regional science fair because it gets hundreds and thousands of other kids doing science fair. And science fair is really just a problem solving method. Mm -hmm. What's the problem? How could I solve it? Try it out. Did it work? What do I do next? The world needs more problem solvers. You know, mm. it's just, it just seems like, you know, you need yeah. to have those kinds of skills. And I've just always seen that value in that. And the kids can be experimenting with things. I had grade three for a long time. Grade threes wouldn't go to our regional fair, but I was always getting them ready. Mm. And so it was just, uh, you know, a way to kind of get them involved. And kids loved it, especially at the younger ones. Parents, not so much, but kids usually loved it. So anyway, that's kind of, <laughs> I got involved because of my job, but then it became a passion. And so I've been, like I say, I've been involved. It's about 35 years now that I've been involved with science fairs and running them and taking kids to, to Canada wide. I've been 13 times. I've been to Taiwan with kids. Jenny's also been to Taiwan with, with mm -hmm. uh, two students from BC. So yeah, maybe speak about a bit about that. That must have been a um, a big experience for you and for the kids. Uh, what was it like going to Taiwan? Oh, it was it was it was amazing, really quite interesting culturally. I think that's really good for the kids. And they had the Taiwan International Science Fair. They had kids from about twenty five to thirty countries, and you know one or two per country. And then they were we kind of were part of the Taiwan International or the Taiwan National Science Fair. We were sort of a side part. And and it was just amazing to see that. It was amazing to see the, the students um, getting along with the, the kids from the other countries. And and the kids there, when we were there, when I went, they, they were um, billeted with, with Taiwanese host families. And so that was a really good experience usually for them. And one of the things I feel very fortunate in, in, in all my years is, is all those kinds of experiences that I've been able to, to join along with the students. You know, it's, it's all about the students, but I feel lucky that, that I've had the opportunities to, to go to mm. all across Canada and to Taiwan 
and uh, I've met people from all over the world, and I just don't see a downside to it, actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, what about for you, Jenny? Uh, what was it like for you to experience a science fair on that grand scale, a global scale? Uh, did you gain any new perspectives uh, once you got there? For me, it was my uh, first big trip, and I didn't meet the students I was going with until we arrived in Vancouver and then flew from Vancouver to, we went to Beijing and then we went into Taiwan. So it was a a big learning curve, getting to know the kids, uh, traveling that far away from home. And I got to spend my 45th birthday while I was in Taiwan. So it was a, it it was very interesting. We stayed in a hotel. Uh, The two kids and I shared a hotel room and then all the other international delegates and students stayed in that same hotel so it was really interesting to, to see the area and tour around with the local group that were um, assigned to help us and, and show us around, going to night markets. And we got to take a tour out into the mountains and go to um, a mining that had been the uh, concentration camp uh, that Japan had had there for POWs. So it was really an interesting experience for us to see that. So When I went, I got to stay in the grand hotel which is this big palace up on up on the hill overlooking the town and it was just amazing while the students were out um being billeted so that was just awesome (laughs) (laughs) i want to come back to, to something that you had said kevin about the challenges of what science fair needs and both of you are in that space where you're supporting science fair you both obviously realize the benefits of science fair and both of you are excited to be involved in science fair uh but you said something kevin that the parents uh maybe didn't like it so much is it because it's another thing on their plate another Mm -hmm. thing sports and this and this and this and there's so much on their plate what is it what is it that the parents need and what is it that science fair needs in general do you think right now it was especially as students got to, at one time, our elementary schools went to grade seven, so grade seven especially, and now they only go to grade six. And it's like working, especially if they want a partner, getting together and getting them their stuff and finding time to do it. And lots of lots of the, the, the students mm-hmm. have other things, sports and dance and arts and all sorts of things, and another thing to fit in. At the younger ages, it's easier to do it at school, but as they get older, they have to do more of it at home, and they can't do it in school necessarily, depending on their project. And so the parents, I just heard so many parents, I'm so glad, no more science fair. And at my elementary school for a long time, all the students in grades four to six or seven pretty much did science fair projects. And then the last half dozen years or so, they 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 remove that and so now hardly anybody does it at my school and parents lots of parents said they were happy because it's there is an onus put on them but i see that sometimes that's a great time to spend time with your kid right and and help them you don't have to be it wasn't it was never meant to be you need mm-hmm. to do the science fair project and sometimes you could see it was the parents that had done it but you you need to kind of help them nurture them let them explore, get them what they need, and spend a little time with them, right? And unfortunately, not everybody sees it that way, and not all kids are in that situation where they just need a bit of nurturing. Some need lots of help. And some parents won't let them do just what they can do. They want them to do an excellent job. And so 
mom or dad might step in to do that. And then after a while, of course, they're getting tired of that. So I don't know. It's, it's hard to find a happy medium. Jenny, you're a parent and also the the chair of the Regional Science Fair. Would you agree? Um, uh, how do parents fit into this equation of uh, supporting or perhaps not supporting science fair? My kids, the oldest started in grade four. The youngest started in kindergarten. He wanted to do what his big brother was doing. So it was pretty simple, small projects. But as he got further along, mm. um, he was learning more. And my support was more along the lines of teaching them scrapbooking, how to make it look nice, showing them the steps. And as they got older, they worked together on their projects. It became a bonding for the brothers more so than mom having to do that. Mm. My main role was keeping them on task. You need to get this done. Fair is tomorrow. We're not staying up till midnight. Finish your project and we'll take it in at seven tomorrow because you know mom's got to be there first thing for the first projects arriving and uh, you better be finished. Yes, and I, I think that's that's what a lot of other parents would say. The, it was always the, the the pushing to get it done, and it's the last weekend, and and quite often part of their mark in the science for that term would be based on their science fair project. So they couldn't like not do it, and so parents would feel like, oh, just another thing I've got to be harping my kids on. But not 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 all the kids, of course, right? And you would always hear from from the most vocal people, the people who didn't like it the most. I think there was some parents yeah. who did enjoy it and, and could see the, the, the value for their kids. The important part of science for, for the kids to realize is the project-based learning part of it. We have a campus here of grade 10s where all their learning is project-based. The kids learn to start with a question and then figure it out. Most of our science fair kids that went on to nationals, they all use what they learned from science fair to uh, get accepted into college, get accepted into university for job interviews, working with uh, other groups while they're at university, any group project my kids do, they always ended up being the project leader because they knew how to organize their time. They knew how to start with a question and work towards an answer and they knew how to present it. And they, at science fair, they have to dress like they're going to a job interview. They learn how to dress for the part. So I think there are a lot of benefits from doing science fair as well. Is part of this kind of reframing what science fair is in terms of not just for the students, but maybe for the parents as well? Like this is, these are life skills. These will get you to that next place. And as uh, Kevin, you said, this is, is problem solving, which every adult needs to do. And we're doing constantly every day, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And and just to um, top up what, what Jenny said, um, there's another member of our committee uh, one of her daughters um, went into, I don't know, I guess she's a teacher now, but she went into kind of like design. And so she had to do portfolios and make all kinds of presentations, but it was easy for her. And a student who I taught in grade three, mm -hmm. and she went, I took, I went with her to Taiwan. She also went to the International Science and Engineering Fair where there's only about a dozen a year from Canada. She went to Northern University of Northern BC and there was projects and she said it was no problem but lots of the other people going there had no idea how to budget their time or doing all those kinds of things like jenny was saying and it was like i have these skills it's no problem it's not hard and those are some of the really impressive things that i that i've heard back and go yes you know like 
you, you need to have people who are organized and can solve things so that we can move forward. And it's just, I, I, I get saddened when people go, oh, no more science fair. Oh, I just, you know, you're missing a great opportunity. And we have had kids <laughs> that have won big prizes, big money. Now, then in 2011, the BC had the year of science yeah. and a student from here, younger sister of the one I was just speaking about, she won the $25,000 grand prize. Wow, that that's that's a lot of money, <laughs> and it really helped her when she went to UVic. So that's yeah. and not everybody's going to win that, of course. But there's op- opportunities. Absolutely, lots of opportunities out there for for everyone, and lots of opportunities for everyone in Northern BC at the Regional Science Fair. We've been speaking with Jenny Copeland and Kevin Frankham. Thank you both for coming on the show. Thank you very much for having us, Michael. Yes, thank you so much for this opportunity. All right. And if you're out there listening, thank you. Like and share with your friends these episodes. And if you'd like to volunteer for a regional science fair, you can contact us, info at sciencefairs.ca. All right, folks. Until next time, I'm Michael Unger. Let's innovate. <laughs> <laughs>